Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Clone Yourself. My name's Sam Kabert, and the past three years alone, I've launched over eight podcasts, built a couple YouTube shows, published three books, and a blog about weekly, all while increasing sales of my swag business. I say this to illustrate a point, not to brag. I've only been able to accomplish all of this because I let go of my fears of working with virtual assistants, and now I've focused on my greatest strengths. VAs have been the secret ingredient to my success. I've cracked the code on how to best work with VAs, and I'm here to share those tactics with you. This episode of the podcast is for my fellow entrepreneurs ready to take action for the content creators looking to further position themselves from the crowd and for the side hustle masters to build their business efficiently and effectively. In this episode of Clone Yourself, I want to focus on the type of first tasks you might want to consider when hiring your first or your first few virtual assistants. You know, back in episode seven of Clone Yourself, we discussed the differences between subjective and objective tasks. As a reminder, a subjective task would be anything that could be left as interpretation, meaning that there's not a clear right or wrong way to do the task or project, whereas an objective task is black and white. Either your VA does the task correct or incorrect. Now, I highly suggest hiring for objective tasks if you're new to working with virtual assistants. It's much easier to train someone to do something if there's a right or wrong way to complete it. It's also much easier to give feedback on the project if it's an objective task. So with this in mind, let's go ahead and talk about an example project you might look to hire for. So I've talked about this a lot, reeking of information, you know, uh, all the stuff you do while watching TV. How many times in your day do you find yourself saying, I can't believe I'm doing this. This is such a waste of time. You know what I'm talking about. These are the tasks that you do while you're multitasking. It's when you might have a sports game on or a reality show on or when you're just, just <laughs> how do I say, listen to music, a podcast, whatever, where you don't need to use your creative brain. It's the reeking of information. For example, writing a blog post is extremely subjective. You need your creative mind. This is something that we should do ourselves. And I don't like the word should. I try not to use it. I definitely don't want to should on you. But the thing is, I really believe that our secret sauce is inside our mind, especially if you're a solopreneur or a side hustle person, or, you know, if you're a content creator, of course you should be writing your own blogs. And I'm really going to stand there and let's get over the fear of writing grammatically. No one really cares. You know, the, is the grammar police going to be your ideal customer anyways? Just write it on paper. And when you start to write things out, it, it just starts flowing. So anyways, I'm going to use blogging as a, uh, example, because I think at this point, all businesses need to have a blog. So with that in mind, let's kind of walk through the whole process of writing a blog or actually posting a blog because we're talking about reeking information. So the first thing you would do is you log into your site. Then you find the page to add a new post. 
you're going to copy and paste your blog in because most of us write our blogs in a Google Doc or Word document, maybe, who knows, but most of us don't actually go in and log in on the back end and sit there and do the whole creative process. Usually we already have it written out. So if you already have your blog written out, let's say you wrote it, this whole process of logging into your website and formatting it and putting in the SEO words and then publishing it, that's a huge waste of our time. Not only that, but I don't know about you, I post my blogs to Medium and LinkedIn as well. I post them as uh, LinkedIn articles. And usually when you post a LinkedIn article, it gets a little bit more reach. Now, on top of that, you need to share on social media too, right? All of this takes a ton of time. Well, Luckily for us, we can hire a virtual assistant to help with the process because it's an objective project. Now, let me back up. This is based on you already having your blog written yourself. Whether or not you ghostwrite it for someone else or someone else is writing it for you, you're getting it done ghostwrite written. Is that past tense? I don't know. But you're doing that or say you write it up and you have a VA edit it, whatever Whatever the case may be, this whole example is based on the blog already being ready to publish. So here, with that in mind, here's how it would look with a virtual assistant. First, you write your blog in a Google Doc. You get it all edited. When you're finished, be sure to give your blog a title and maybe some keywords at the bottom. So that way there's no room for interpretation and it stays an objective task because you're eventually going to hand this off. Second, hire a virtual assistant on freeup.com using the job description from a link in a previous podcast. It might be the most previous one, but either way, the link is cloneyourselfthelettereu.com slash job. It's in the show notes as well. So you can use that link as a reference to on how to write a job description. You want to be clear on the expectations that you are simply asking your VA to copy and paste something from a Google Doc to your website as a blog and wherever else you put your your blog. For example, you'll ask them to post it to Medium and LinkedIn if that's something you do anyway or you're going to start doing. Next, you interview your virtual assistant. For more tips on interviewing, by the way, um, refer back to podcast number 10. That one was all about interviewing, so the most previous podcast. After you interview your VAs, decide whether you will move forward with one, two, or three. Now, I mentioned possibly moving forward with one to three, because sometimes I actually like to hire two to three at once and I give them the same small task, then only move forward with the one that kind of gelled best with my work style and and the criteria I'm looking for in a new team member. Other times, I kind of can just feel that one of them is a better fit than another. More on this in a previous pod in terms of determining which one we're going to move forward with. So anyways, let's move forward with this Uh, process for now. After you've made the decision and hire your VA, you're going to want to turn this project into a bite-sized sample rather than just give them the whole enchilada at once. And this is what I talk about all the time when I refer to tiny tasks leading to big projects. You know what it's like to feel overwhelmed. Let's ease our new team member on and just give them a small project. 
For example, you might want to send the following template to them. And as you listen to this, uh, don't try and jot this down, especially if you're driving or anything else, but uh, you can go to the show notes to get this template. So it goes, hi, name, I'm so excited to work with you. Like we talked about, I'm going to ask you to upload my blogs to WordPress and Medium. Here's your first task. This link contains my most recent blog post, complete with the title of the post and SEO keywords to use as well. Please go to insert your login to WordPress, your your credentials, all that, put it there, and put this new blog post in my website as a draft. Please do not spend more than 30 minutes on this task. If you need more time, then just reach out to me and let me know where you're at. Can you complete this by, insert the date you want done by, and if not, when? Once completed, please send me the draft page you made. Okay, so <laughs> it was kind of beastly, huh? That uh, big thing there. But anyways, what I want you to take away from that is, one, I said as a draft, you don't want them to publish it for obvious reasons. Number two, I said, do not spend more than 30 minutes on this task. To upload that in the back end does not take that long at all. So if it takes longer than 30 minutes, you probably don't want to work with them. Another reason too is if a direction that's so simple as don't spend more than 30 minutes on this, they overlook that and they spend you know an hour or whatever it is. Besides you not wanting to work with them because they're not efficient at what they do, they don't follow direction. So definitely put the time. This I do more early on with interviews and tiny tasks and with new VAs. Another thing I want you to be mindful of what I wrote uh, was insert date that you want it done by. So I said, can you complete this by XYZ date? If not, when right there, you're giving them a deadline and you're kind of feeling it out. Say you put it for a week later. If they're not able to do a tiny task, something that's mindless like that and have like um, it done for you by a week later, then why not? That's a conversation you need to have up front. The other reason is you want to give them a realistic um, just timeline, right? You know, maybe it is something that's a little bit harder and you give them a week, but it needs two weeks. Let them tell you, no, it's not going to be that quick. It's actually going to take me two weeks and then find out based on your task. Okay. Yeah. That sounds reasonable. Yeah. We can work with that. And then finally is you're checking to see if they actually can meet the deadline. So this is kind of like an interview too. It's, you know, we talked about the interview in the last podcast and the interview, yeah, there's a lot of questions there, but you're kind of still with VAs, you're not marrying them like you are employees. So there's there's similarities, but there's also differences. So I like to have my first few projects um, be really tiny tasks more than big projects uh, just because you're still feeling it out. Also, the last thing that you're looking for is how did they actually do the job? I didn't even uh, mention that right off the bat, but you're asking them to put in in a draft to see how they're formatting it. Because I don't know about you, but sometimes when I format things a certain way in a Google Doc, it doesn't get translated how I was in, how I was visioning it um, into WordPress. So you want to see if they're putting the time into formatting it in a way that's readable, legible, I should say. Whereas if they're just being lazy and literally just pasting it in, which is fine, but if they're not checking their work to see how it looks, then I mean, I don't know about that person, right? And is that someone? 
someone you want to bring on your team. And then if you ask them to put in SEO keywords or anything like that, make sure they put those in the right spot, which I'm sure they do, but just make sure for the first time, right? Because this is your tiny task. Assuming that this task went well, we're going to move on to the rest of the project. You're going to give them the medium and LinkedIn article details and let them have at it. So they're going to need your logins to medium and LinkedIn and so they can post it there and promote as you as well. Um, Next time you finish a blog post, they'll know exactly what to do and you will as well. You can bash these. I mean, think about it. You could spend however long it takes you to write a blog post, maybe 30 minutes to 60 minutes. You could spend a half day writing five or six. You could spend a few hours writing four, whatever the case may be. You could knock these suckers out and you can send them to your VA and you would be done with it. So that is pretty cool, my friends. That's a a specific example. And, you know, I chose a blog post as the example because like I alluded to earlier, we all blog. In business, blogs are pretty much a necessity at this point. And to some, it can be a time sucker. But the truth is, we need to focus on writing the blog ourselves. We don't need to focus on the rekeying of information into multiple platforms. As you just saw, that's going to save you so much time if you just don't do that simple rekeying. And what I want you to think about right now is just other ways you could be um, working with VAs in what your day-to-day looks like in terms of objective tasks and rekeying information. And by the way, one one more thing on the blog. We didn't even touch on making the image of the blog, nor did we touch on asking your VA to promote it on social. If this was swimming through your mind, then congratulations, you are officially ready to start working with VAs. These are the types of thoughts that I want you to be thinking as you progress in your journey. So I'm so happy you're thinking that way. But to answer those, social media is easy. If you use Hootsuite, Buffer, Meet Edgar, or any of those tools, um, you can pretty much get that done with a Google Sheet. And I don't think I have anything outlined to go over this, but if you want to chat about we can chat about um, you could make a google sheet pretty easily and put all your things um, your posts in there and then give your va the credentials and blast that out on social media now with graphics uh, graphic design for the blog i know i talked about this somewhere but um yeah that's more of a subjective task and you're going to need to hire a graphic designer i typically ask my first i work with a new graphic designer and i come up with a theme i use our brand guidelines and together we come up with a theme for the podcast images, the blog images, the social media images, all of them separately. And then once we get into a rhythm and we have that theme knocked down, then I'll just send them the Google Doc. They have the title and they just kind of browse over and they make a design and nine times out of 10 and Sushman does a damn excellent job. So it works out just fine. So that is a bit more of an advanced skill because there's some subjectivity, some artfulness, if you will, some uh, room uh, for interpretation. So it's a little bit advanced. I'd like to see you starting off with these objective tasks first. Anyways, I'm going to address 
all of these thoughts and give you the exact process I use to fully scale your business when working with virtual assistants in my online course. In the course, I'll explain how to work with multiple VAs so that you won't have to worry about making blog images in Canva anymore. Because let's be real, if you're not a graphic designer, then why are you wasting your time in Canva? Hire specialists, let them create amazing designs so that you can free up your time to work on your true strengths. If you want to learn more about the course, then head to cloneyourselfu.com slash course. Once again, that's cloneyourself, the letter u.com slash course, and you'll receive early access to the course. Um, you can just access that, sh- uh, that link in the show notes as well. Before we get going, I want to give you a few more ideas of objective type projects your VA can do. And remember, Repetitive tasks that are easy for you to do but take up your time are perfect to outsource because they are objective and easy to train. So here you go. A few more objective tasks that you can outsource. Scheduling. Everything from your calendar to your content like your blogs, podcasts, videos, and even what we mentioned, uh, social media posting. Research. Think market research on your audience. If you're launching something new or you just haven't done it and you need to catch up or something, but no matter what, they can do all types of market research and tech stuff, hosting, redirects, glitches, you know, stuff out of the normal routine. I highly recommend having a techie VA to help you out when needed. These are the types of things that need to be set up and there's either right way to do it or wrong way. And VAs are perfect. It's a perfect way to start. I mean, a lot of people are a lot, a lot of people in my network, uh, even though I'm a millennial from Silicon Valley and I was awarded the 40 under 40 by Silicon Valley Business Journal, I am probably the least techie millennial in Silicon Valley. <laughs> kind of funny, but um, that's why I, it's a weakness. So I work with VAs and they do all kinds of redirects and new websites and uh, email, not forwarding. It's simple stuff like that, but also redirects and all kinds of crazy uh, hosting technical stuff that I, I don't like to do. So that's a great task for VAs. There you go. That's it for this episode of Clone Yourself. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you on the next pod. Remember, go to cloneyourself, the letter U, dot com slash course for information on my online course that will teach you how to work less and make more so that you can play more. Till next time, my friends. <laughs>